up, buddy? Not too much. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm, yeah, I'm doing, doing, doing good. Good. Hey, out there, all you impediments. What's up, the impediments? Thanks for joining us. It's good to, it's good to, to feel you in the future listening to me. <laughs> I mean, it is a weird concept, right? Like that you're gonna think that we're gonna talk about this tonight, and then people are going to react to us in the next few days. And then there was times on the podcast where I've been like, "Oh yeah, I totally remember saying that," or, or <laughs> "Oh yeah, that thing I said," which I totally, full-heartedly meant and believe. One hundred percent. Can you remind me what I said, though, please? <laughs> <laughs> Could you remind me what my take was? Totally wasn't just me shitting around. Uh, I do want to get out in front of it first. Mm-hmm. Big apologies to make. Yep. Uh, this is not me apologizing for my Steve Harvey comments, though. <laughs> I stand by them. I hope I'm wrong, uh, but uh, I still stand by my uh, my gut feeling. But do you want to make the apology? I, th- I guess we should both. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Bobby. Sorry, Bobby. So apparently we, we gave... Bobby, the texter grief. Oh, we gave him the the what for. Yeah. The the business. (laughs) And we had barely asked for people to text us in gas prices. Yeah. And then decided to make fun of the person that texted, the one person that texted with gas prices. The one person who listened to our begging and pleading and said all through these dicks and bone, and we lit him up. So, so seriously, sorry. Um, sorry, we are really that. I felt really bad about that after I he texted me. It's like you're a turd. What the did, fuck? He, did he text you personally? Or yeah, the podcast? no, he oh, texted okay. personally. Oh man, now I'm offended <laughs> to get an apology from Bobby this week. Going to Joe directly. So if you want to get put on blast, call us <laughs> up at 216-260-5484. You know, text us maybe uh, something very relevant to what we were talking about <laughs> this week. We'll completely forget about it and then mock you for discussing something we've already talked about. Yeah. That was that, when, when, when he texted me, that reminded me of like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. And I, as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah, we did. did we we did? totally did that. <laughs> we did. We thought for sure he was just going on some weird, I don't want to say MAGA rant, because I know Bobby well enough that I don't assume he's a MAGA guy. But um, nah. And if you are, more power to you, I don't know, whatever. But it was just like, we just totally <laughs> lambasted lamb him. Lambasted him. Lit him up. Lit him up. Sorry, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to... We don't want to get rid of any of the eight people that listen. <laughs> <laughs> so we do want to get that out of the way. Um, how are you doing? I'm all right. How was your weekend? It was a uh, pretty, pretty uh, low-key, boring weekend. Uh, girlfriend was a little under the weather, so um, outside of venturing out for sweet chin music downtown at Wahlburgers. Yes. Uh, didn't really get into too much. Obviously Danny Father's was there. <laughs> Danny Wahlberg. <laughs> Danny Wahlberg. You know, it wasn't. I didn't realize until the day of the show, and maybe I did, and we'd already talked about it in the podcast. I didn't realize he was the the crazy dude at the beginning of The Sixth Sense. I didn't realize that either. He's, wow. You, you you mock him like he's a joke and can't do anything. And I wasn't that's... mocking him. I love Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. And <laughs> I know you do. Okay, so I was. <laughs> and then you look at that role and you go, wow, he did a great job. 
I didn't realize that was him at all. It's like two minutes of screen time. Wow. Yep. So shout out to Danny for staying around. And you know what? That is, uh, I kind of, the way, when I looked at it uh, coming in, and I've driven by there before. Um, I know some people that were at the show were kind of mentioning how they didn't know where it was and blah, 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 blah. I figured you'd just be kind of staring at that blank wall across the street. Um, and you kind of are, like, right at the bar area next to the street. But where you guys are playing on stage, and if you go to kind of where the dance floor would be for bands, they have, like, a – it's, like, a really nice view of the, the, the Terminal Tower. And Yeah, so I – I mean, I, I'm going to sound so stupid here, but I, I had a really – I made – got a really cool picture of me. Mm-hmm. It is a band. cool. It is a cool picture with the band. I'm like, oh, I gotta make this my profile picture on mm-hmm. Facebook and all social media. Um, so that was. I actually wanted to tell a couple real quick some stories, some funny stories of the show. So we get there, and shout out to Wahlberg because they were one. The staff was awesome. Mm-hmm. Two, the manager was awesome. Mm-hmm. But we walk in and we were we unload all of our equipment, and um, first thing they they gave us a parking pass. For all of us to park, and there was four of us. All of us drove down, so mm-hmm. that was sweet. But we set up our. We're, we're looking around, and we're like, I walk up to the bartender. And I go, Where do we set up? Are you okay? It'll hit you in a second. Oh, uh, that bad. It's one of these. One of these boys is a flamethrower tonight. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good. I just saw that look. I was like, God, I hope he's not like his appendix in person <laughs> right at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, it's a it's a beefy one. Can you uh, can you manage your appendix in person? Hey, do you think you'll be able to uh, make it for the rest I'll of the pod? Finish the pod. <laughs> I'll finish. Um. So we've set up and we're looking and there's no power. So I go and find the manager. He's like, Oh yeah, you have to take this 100 foot extension cord mm-hmm. and run it all the way around this wall okay into your equipment okay so there's three amps a pa system and electronic set of drums we're all running off a hundred foot power cord on the side of a wall um and then they provide you with a surge no we had to bring our own surges which i always do being an it nerd i yep. always have a couple extra surges in that box. i could imagine plenty of bands showing up though and going oh one plug Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, there are four plugs there, but like then you would be running four extension. Like it was. Not... Well, did they provide you with four 100 foot extension cords or one? One. And that's was... what I'm saying. So you got to split it. Yeah. At the stage. And then like that's not one good for your equipment too. Like and so we're we're setting it all up, and then we go to do sound check, and we're like we kind of wait last minute to do sound check, um, which we normally don't do, but it was just weird. But then the PA is not is cutting out. Seven PM show. Yeah, well, I got so much time to get there and after work. And well, then... right, we all work, we all yeah. job. Yeah, but then the PA is cutting out and the drums are cutting out because they go through the PA. Oof! And we're all having a mini panic attack. Mm-hmm. Except for Zach, and God bless him. He's the... <laughs> well, he's the Zach. <laughs> but I mean it in a good way because Zach was like, "I don't know what any of this means, and I'll just get out of the way." Like okay. He... So he couldn't help, so he wasn't freaking out. No, you he, guys are trying to figure it out, so you're nervous, and he's just like, "Well, I'm sure he was freaking out too, but he was also like, straight up, I I love the honesty in someone like that. That's just like, I don't, I, I there's nothing I'm gonna do except for get in the way. So yeah, let gonna... me know if let me know if you guys need me to do anything, and I'll do it. You know, <laughs> and so we're unplugging and plugging and unplugging, and finally we got it and um, did sound check. Played our first song and the place emptied out. Oh, it emptied out. Oh, it was there was about ten people there and they all just left. Really? And we played to 
Zach's wife and brother. Okay, see, I heard it started that way, but I thought maybe the patio was just empty. Mm-mm. So you cleared them out. Cleared them out, which is a very good feeling when you're a band playing live yep, music. Yep, yep. Um, but at that point, I thought, okay, well, we're going to do a glorified band practice and get paid for this, and this is a good experience for us. Oh, yeah. But What's then, your, what was the opening song? Uh, Blinding Lights is always open, okay. our opening song, okay. which is kind of like a popular song in downtown, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we don't, I mean, we rock all of our songs, but like... That one stays kind of true. The guitar plays all... Our other guitar player plays all the synth. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but then um, got some people... Some people showed up, and then we got... I would say we had more foot traffic and more people coming off the street and sticking around than people that, like, are fans of the band. I hate, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was fun. And then we had two tables, and there were full tables that stayed the entire show, which mm-hmm. was a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Getting strangers getting up and dancing. Strangers getting up dancing. We had people screaming for regulators by Warren G. Which <laughs> I was, you got to learn now. I know. And every other song, that girl was like, regulators. And I was like. Yeah, it was about every other song. It was. And it was fun because that's cool. Like, it was something other than Freebird or Sweet uh-huh. Home Alabama uh-huh. being screamed at us. And they also weren't super aggressive and then upset when you didn't play. No, records. no, no. Which I've been. I remember we played a show downtown at the Wonder Bar, and at this time we were playing mostly original music. Like it was like seventy percent original music, thirty, man, about let's say fifty fifty. And we played, and like this guy's like, this guy kept coming. and goes, you know, your singer sounds like Zeppelin. You guys sound like Zeppelin. I'm like, well, that's a great compliment, but we don't sound like Zeppelin at all because we're no, we don't sound anything like the, one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, but. And then he kept going, well, play some Zeppelin, play some Zeppelin. And we didn't know any Zeppelin. And by, like, the end of the second set, he stormed out there and screamed at us about playing Zeppelin. It was like, yeah, he was uh, he, he was pretty upset. And then that same Steve show we really had a... sound like, I guess I could see it a little bit. Yeah. But then and then that same show, some guy got all wasted and jumped up on stage on the keyboard because we had a, our bass player played keys at the same time. Mm-hmm. Not the same time, but it started playing on the keys. And, like, we tried getting him off the stage, and he was drunk and didn't quite get the 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 hint. So one of the guys that was there just grabbed him and dragged him out. And it was like, he was like, Ugh. Was that at Wonder Bar? Yeah, that was, yeah. He was a Buffalo Bills fan, because that was before the Bills-Browns game. Oh, man, I don't remember that. Yeah, he was. I don't remember that. But I did want to do a contest. Right. Okay, okay. Let well, let's, let's pimp you out first for a second here. Sweet Chin Music, July 9th, coming up, 7 p.m., Medina Brewing Company, Medina. And July 16th, 8 p.m. in Manzo's in Brunswick. Yeah, so, too. Uh, You've been pimped. Thank you. And I, I think there's a little bit more pimp in the band. I uh, appreciate that. I want, what, what caller voicemail should we take? What call? Because I want to do. Because I, I want to. So so sixty nine. No. Okay. So maybe the, let me let me do. The, <laughs> It'll be a Christmas present. Yeah. Because I was gonna say best impression, but then like we like I don't want to judge these people and someone get mad. So do we just take like the fifth or tenth? Let's do the lucky number five. Lucky wrap, number wrap five. Whoever with, calls with and the leaves. D one hundred. We rolled. Yes. There you go. Oh, well, we there. can talk about that after this because that was quite the experience <laughs> that didn't happen. Sure was. Yeah. It sure was. So if you are voicemail number five, you will get a sweet chin music T-shirt. Ooh. Um, go ahead and leave your shirt size in the um, in the voicemail, and I'll, I'll cut that part. I'll leave it at the end. Um, but if you are voicemail number five, I will get you a sweet chin music T-shirt. Um. 
and then you can wear fresh it. off eBay. Fresh off eBay, or it's totally official band merchandise. <laughs> that or um, another website that I use to buy some shirts. Um, uh, it, it, okay, we it's not like we didn't make the shirt, but it'll say Sweet Chin Music on it, so it's kind of for the band. Okay. All right, all right. So yeah, hit us up two one six two six zero five four eight four, or make it really complicated on him so he has to compile a list of when everybody hit up the different social media sites. Somebody hit him up on URBS Redder at Twitter uh, on Twitter. Someone hit him up at Slurred Speech Podcast two one six at gmail dot com. Someone go up. To, to Marcus at Ground Zero Comics and Cards at 15139 Pro Road, Strongsville Town Center, and tell him that when Joe goes up there on uh, Wednesday or Thursday to just hand him this note that says uh, your uh, imper- – oh, wait, you can't probably can't do a written impersonation. Huh? Well, you can, but I'll be like, that impersonation sucks. <laughs> it better be good. <laughs> if it's written, it better be good. Um, but, yeah, none of those will count. It will only be voicemail. I don't know why he just tried to change the rules. No, s- send him <laughs> – Send, send him downloadable files at Slurspeech Podcast 216. I forgot the contest. I don't know what's going on. I literally make this podcast or this contest up on a whim. And you just go, yeah. Well, I'm going to take it over. <laughs> Here I go. And um, if you win, I will reach out to you. And you, I'll either, I can have, if you're worried about me giving, you, giving me your address, I can have it shipped here. We can... Meet in person in front of the police station, like we're doing some awkward Craigslist deal, yeah. or I'll have it shipped to your house. So, yeah, I think that's that's kind of a cool idea. We don't, okay? There's no slurred speech. Here. Just any impersonation, best impersonation. We any? What are the parameters here? Well, no, because we were gonna do best impersonation. Did you not listen to? No, I didn't. <laughs> I just I just went into takeover mode. <laughs> How am I gonna take over Joe's segment here? You gonna? Okay, so I said I said best impersonation, but then I didn't want to judge it and get anyone mad. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So I said fifth um fifth caller. Fifth voicemail. So not don't I mean tweet at me all you want or hand Marcus at uh, ground zero an impersonation. Those won't count. <laughs> Give him a flash drive. <laughs> Give, Give him a video fl- or sound recording. <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry, what are they doing in impersonation though? <laughs> no, they're well. If you leave it, all right. Let's do it. Okay, leave a voicemail. The fifth voicemail. We'll get a shirt, a sweet chin music T-shirt. Oh, and it may. Okay, just voicemail. It doesn't have to include an impersonation. If you get an impersonation, if you get an impersonation, if you leave an impersonation, it'll be better for the podcast. <laughs> So, like, do that. And I'll sign your shirt. I'm not a, I'm not in the band, but I'll sign the shirt. And tell me what color you want, but I think it'll just be black. Because I think that's all I can order them in. I looked up slurred speech shirts, like, to see if there's any pre-made ones that we can mm-hmm. order and, and we'd use that. But there's not a lot of those out there. Uh, it's too bad. So, yeah, we'll hit that. We'll, we'll pimp that at the end of the podcast. Okay, too. okay. Well, as long as we're doing fan service, shout out to Mikey from Not in Parma. Uh, had a big birthday weekend this oh, weekend. Oh, well, happy birthday! So I know he's a he's a, a reliable listener. Yeah, ha- happy birthday, bud! Yeah, happy birthday! You insane clown person. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, do we want to go to the bus thing. Let's let's do it. I mean, we we used the number five that was based on our role. Uh, let's hit uh, uh Joe's. 
you know what? And if you're if you're struggling, you're like, I want to call in. Maybe think of a punishment for Daryl as to what Daryl didn't do his homework. Uh, I'm just going to be out there with it. I had an opportunity. Uh, Could have gotten on that bus, but maybe I'll do it. But if you can think of a punishment for me, then then I'll stick a light bulb up my butt if that's what you want. Well, we won't do that here. <laughs> um, we'll do that one remote. <laughs> So let's uh let's chime in here and listen to uh my little bus experience here, huh? All right. So it's uh, 5:30 and I am awkwardly standing in front of my house waiting for a bus. Um looks like it might rain out. So I got to walk home from after I'm done with the bus cuz I don't really want to uh drive a car up there or anything or, or so we'll see what happens here so just standing here awkwardly uh, as people drive by I'm standing at the end of my driveway where the bus stop comes by here so hopefully they'll be here soon and we'll, we'll go from there da 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 my name is Joe and I'm getting ready to ride a bus gonna go on a bus so it's uh, 532 and the bus should be here and I am just standing out awkwardly in front of the house still People are driving by, and there's no bus, so this is really a bummer of a bummer of a segment here. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> this might be awkward. What? Something chomped near that plant. Uh, it's only that side. Yeah, it's weird. Totally not recording this. <laughs> Don't wait for a bus. Why are you recording it? Well, I'm just giving inner dialogue, you know. <laughs> giving the people what they want. <laughs> content, Renee. The kids want content. <laughs> Don't forget to roll up this back window. <laughs> My sister asked if we want a sectional couch. I was like, well, what does it look like? And she said she'll send me pictures. It's gray. Well, you know how I feel about the color gray. <laughs> I'm neutral. <laughs> well, I am still standing here awkwardly at the end of my driveway there. A couple minutes late. Really was going to ask some hard-hitting questions. Favorite bus driver. Most influential bus driver of all time. Most influential bus rider of all time. Just as many questions about buses as I could, I suppose. I'm checking the mailbox so I don't look like I'm awkwardly waiting for a bus even though I have an automobile here. Uh, I don't know what else to do here, guys. I apologize. Neighbors are staring at me. All right, well, I'm just gonna stand in my driveway for a few more minutes and then, yeah. I hear some police sirens. I hope the bus driver wasn't in an accident. That would be uh, not good. Probably ruin the segment pretty bad. 
Well. Still at the end of my driveway waiting here. Well, I think I'm going to call it here for the whole bus experience. Um, I don't think they're coming. Oh, hey, someone talking at me. All right, well, I guess that'll end the experience. Someone honked at me as they drove by, so goodbye. So, uh, the bus experience did not go as expected. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you relied upon Brunswick Transit Authority <laughs> and were disappointed. They seem so reliable. I was, like, sitting there waiting, and, like, I had seen it drive by, but I had to work today, obviously, and I, mm-hmm. I watched it drive by a handful of times today, so it wasn't like they were off for some holiday or whatever. Really? Yeah, because hmm. the stop is, like I was saying, right in front of my house is a... They've stopped multiple times. I've been, like, out there weed-eating. Mm-hmm. They've stopped, like, you need a ride? No, I'm weed-eating, you know? <laughs> and they, they stop and ask you? Not really when I'm weed-eating, okay. but they literally have stopped me, stopped before and asked uh-huh. me if I, if I was waiting for the BTA. Huh. You should just get on next time. <laughs> well, I will next it's time. funny that you mention it. <laughs> so I'm on a podcast. So I do apologize. I gave it a, a full effort here. A full I, go. I looked up the schedule mm-hmm. um, to confirm and or deny if they would be coming at that that, that crossroad there that is the as the BTA stop. Mm-hmm. You tried. I think you did. Trying to give the kids that content. I was. The kids want content. Kids, that's all they want. Yeah. All the time. All content, all the time. I did. I It was... Half, uh, not freaked out or I don't know, not surprised. I thought you were being offered a sexual couch, and I. What's a sexual? Couch? I don't know. That was my question. What kind of sexual couch is Renee's sister trying to give you guys? <laughs> Seems like maybe the kind of thing you don't pass on through the, through the family. So, a uh, sectional couch. You guys getting that? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Okay. Not that I have anything against our, or for or against the current couches. Mm. It's just going to be having to do stuff to go get those couches. I'll help you go get those sexual couches. But I don't know how much you know how much I like to do stuff. Yeah. But it's pretty low. That's true. It's bare to minimum. You tried to get on that bus. I didn't. (laughs) I I did. I I looked up a schedule. Didn't go to a stop. I was like, do I try and be... What? You know what we should have done? We should have got on the Diamonds bus. <laughs> oh, that guy! <laughs> Outside of Wahlburgers. The guy who screamed at us, want to go to the strip club? <laughs> we're all like, nah, we're broke. I know how much that girl will tell me she likes me. <laughs> we should have got on, dude. That would have been the bus to get on to. He would have probably been a pretty good interview. Yeah, I think he would have been. The crazy things he's probably seen. Yeah. Driving the bus around, trying to get people drunk and just bored enough to get out get on a ride to the strip club. It's probably probably a real good real good gig. People are just honking like crazy. That I got people wild. honking at me while I'm on the bus. Got wild, people man. honking during the podcast. So uh, I have looked it up. Got confirmation. There are no legal firework dates in the city of Brunswick, Ohio. Well, why? Nope. What do you they, mean? They opted out. Uh, the state law, indeed, 
does allow uh, cities and municipalities to um, opt out of those approved dates to blow off fireworks. So in the city of Brunswick, it will still be illegal to um, discharge fireworks at any point in time during the year unless they amend that at a different date. The big thing for all you out there, um, that means now, though, that you can't really be convicted for possession of fireworks. And now other cities might do it differently, but in Brunswick, it won't be a crime to just have the fireworks or uh, have them in a state of, of possibly being blown off. They will have to probably get some sort of evidence, enough evidence to, to possibly prove that you were actually discharging fireworks. So could help you out, but... Uh, you know, if cops driving by or they're getting reports from the neighbors of this house or that house and you get caught with the fireworks, you can still be cited. I am. I'm I want to sure say I'm Parma's, surprised. Parma's going to opt out for sure. I, I, I want to say I'm surprised, but I could see the Brunswick police going extra hard for July 4th to get that tax revenue. Mm, maybe. I don't know. They're usually pretty chill out here about the, the fireworks. I mean, I've blown. It seems like the thing that they're not interested in. Yeah. But uh, I think when they get the calls on the addresses that they're already interested in, I see. What then, you're then they stop over there. I've definitely seen a few of those where I'm like, "Why are they getting you on fireworks?" And then I meet the person and I see the see the list of priors and their general demeanor, their attitudes toward the police generally, and I'm like, "Okay, they they know who you are." Yeah, and probably pretty it's, intoxicated. They know who you are. Fire. Yeah, they got that call. Yeah, it was a reason said, for them to stop over. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was funny because we'll I was, go check on Chuck. I was I was up on the at the beer store, and um, was talking about the fireworks, and um, the beer store guy goes like, he's like, "Yeah, you know, since the new mayor, he's really cracking down." And I quote, "On fist fights at bars." Is he? I said, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." Because there's a bar right next to the beer store. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would every week on there used to be a fist fight out here, and then the cops came and they said if the new mayor, if there's a lot of fights here, they'll shut it down. Oh, really? Yeah. So shout out to mayor guy Falcone. Is it still him? Yep. I thought there was a new one. Uh, no, he like lost his uh, senate senate bid or whatever he was doing. Um, and his primary was one of the ones delayed because of the whole thing that we aren't interested enough to get into on the podcast. My favorite thing about that mayor was he went door to door asking for donations so he could go get lunch or dinner with the former president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I don't think I don't think he got enough, did he? I don't think so. I, I think you know. I don't care if this president, last president, if you came to my door like, hey, I want you to donate money to me so I can go eat dinner with the bigwigs. I'd be like, get the frick off my property. I'm pretty sure the uh, the backup frick. plan, if he didn't make it, because he wasn't going to go return it, um, I'm pretty sure he got his wife some big fake titties. Huh. Okay, then. <laughs> well... <laughs> Are we editing that out or are we leaving that I in? apologize <laughs> to Mayor of Brunswick, Ron Falcone. You're a, you're a fair a fair magistrate and a, a great great mayor. I can't wait for you to, to vote for you in the upcoming prime. I'm like, I'm not touching that one. I, I, didn't, I wasn't sure. To do that. I didn't know you. that was quite where you were going with that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Get all loosey goosey when get I get all that. Loosey goosey. <laughs> get all antsy in the pantsy. You gave me this Budweiser. Yep. Going right to my head. <laughs> Woo-wee! You know I love you, Ronnie. Do you call him? I do not call him Ronnie. <laughs> Big Ron Dog? <laughs> <laughs> if someone took the time and effort to get enough of this podcast recorded <laughs> so that he could reasonably discern that this is the person and they said this about you using your Trump money to go get your wife big fake titties, he'd be like, I recognize that name, but I am not going to remember it. I don't know, man. I mean, probably the next time I went into <laughs> Mayor's Court, he'd be like, oh, hey, check out the podcast. <laughs> Which is really cool. Actually, uh, there's a there's a prosecutor that's a little bit of a hard nose out in Medina, and I just heard he's a keyboardist for a band, and I might be... I was going to go check it out, but now I'm going camping this weekend, so I will be unable to see him. And I was really, really looking forward to the opportunity to see him playing keyboard. <laughs> what kind of music? I, I don't really know. Ugh. I'm not really sure. We only uh, pimp one band on this show. <laughs> No, I would love I would love to start promoting his gigs to all the people I know that hate that man. Uh, most of my clients are included in that list, uh, the ones that have to go through Medina Municipal Court. So uh, that would be pretty funny to show up with a contingent of 100 people and then him slowly realize what's happening there. Uh, that would be a good time. God, every time I think of a keyboarder, keyboardist in a band, I just think of the people like that play the final countdown. Like you know, at one point they play final countdown just so they're like, I like Greg's time to shine here. You know, final countdown. You know, pointing his finger in the air. You know, like look, I'm doing it one handed. The classic keyboard move, man. I'm doing it one handed. Hell yeah, it's like the guitar big strum. Yeah, that's the big strum. Just or or he does the. Or he does the deep purple where he's rocking it back and forth. This is, purp- this is the this is the most iconic <laughs> section of a song I ever play, and I can do it with one hand. <laughs> he probably doesn't. It's probably built into the keyboards at this point. You know, like how keyboards come with songs on them, and you're supposed to learn them. Final Countdown's probably programmed into it. Like, and he doesn't even have to play it. Yep. I really liked watching Sean play the keyboard in your band, though. Because he's already up there playing some pretty good guitar, looking half interested at best. <laughs> would switch over to the keyboard, and his complete and utter lack of interest in playing it just would even come out from be from a person that already doesn't look excited and energetic to be playing. <laughs> just play, which is amazing because he plays with such soul, man, and he kills guitar. But... He does. He's he's not selling it for the crowd. No, he's, he's up he's... there doing his thing. I know he's not having a bad time. No, but you're uh, 100%... but he he is not. He's not trying to phone it in for anybody. He is no. just. Uh, uh, this is probably not the right term to use, but he's just he's not trying to make you think he's having a good time. He's, he's not up there selling it. He's just jamming. Yeah, might um, as well be at home. Yeah, right, right, playing in front it's of the all TV. the same to him. Yep. But no, you're right. Would he get out the keys and like some of the songs we hit on? The, I, like he would be like, "Well, I, I can't learn that exactly because he's not really a keyboard player. He, mm-hmm. he knew chords and he could learn some stuff because he was talented. But like mm-hmm. it was, I can't play the exact thing. Just play close enough, you know. Just play so that it's it sounds, you know. <laughs> just get us there. Just yeah. roundabout. Yeah, just roundabout. Especially anytime second set because second set's always the drunk set, you know. Yeah. 
what set did we have people dancing at? Second set. Second set, right? Second set. And third set. If you have to do a third set, like you're playing an all-nighter, I've been to the point where I'm like, all right, just make it through these chords. Come on. (laughs) It's just E, G, D, and that cool little riff. That's all you got to do. That's all. That's it. That's it. Happy Father's Day, bro. Thanks, my dad. Did you have a good one? It was great. Good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Did you have a good time? <laughs> I had a blast. How was the little bit of chicken fried? Cold beer on a Friday uh, night? It was, it was great. It was a good meal? Uh, What'd you get? Quesadilla burger. Quesadilla burger. Can't. Do you ever get anything different there? Yeah, occasionally. Like, I'll get apps. <clears throat> or they have, like, a... What kind of, what's your go-to app? Um, The wonton tacos. Oh, I've heard things about those wonton things. Wonton tacos are fire. Oh. I usually just kind of default to some chicken wings and... Something else. Yeah, the quesadilla burger is my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad got a steak, nothing like a good Applebee's steak. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of a family get-together. Uh, you know what I've really come to enjoy, um, and it was beautiful seeing on Father's Day. Um, my brothers did not play t-ball with the kids and the, their wives while we were playing t-ball with uh, one-and-a-half-year-old Josie and, and th- four, three- to four-year-olds. Um, and then my brother, when the kids are done, just sit there and hit dingers off of each other for hours. Oh, really? Like, well, not out. Like, I don't even. It, it probably, they were probably doing it for about an hour no, after not know. playing with their children. Yeah, and their <laughs> wives are chasing the balls around, setting it back up. And then they just smash wiffle balls for a good fucking <laughs> half an hour, 45 minutes. So then about the time I'm getting bored of it, just watching it and sarcastically making comments to other people. Dad pops up and joins them. Hits a few, hits a few dingers. Goes to throw, uh, throw some to my brother. Smashed with a wiffle ball in the neck, <laughs> <laughs> like maybe ten, fifteen throws in, <laughs> to the point where I, I can't say I've, I, I remember him doing sports other than bowling for uh, some time now. Uh, maybe ten. No, probably more like 15 or 20 years ago he was in a work softball or something like that. But uh, I could tell the sting of it, like, really caught him <laughs> off guard. And he was half considering whether or not he was choking <laughs> or whether it was just kind of a sting around his neck. He just started walking, turned around and started walking away from everybody. It was, uh, it was we went to, you're talking about your dad doing softball work league. My dad, had, my dad was not much of a sports guy. But he was in a work softball league. We all went to go see the first game. And he hit the ball. <laughs> And just went to go run and fell face first to the ground. And we never went to another softball game again. It was like, nah, you don't have to go. Nah. <laughs> he probably just got so excited he hit it in front of you guys. <laughs> Speaking of getting excited, it. man, I could not get a hit against you on Wednesday. I know. I don't I don't know what it was. I got one. I was like one for four. <clears throat> you struck me out once. Did I? You did. Wow. I swung at a Weird. terrible pitch. Blacked out. Actually, I do remember it Because you tossed me some good stuff. Actually, and shout out to you, because I actually set up the shot, because you called the ball on yourself, which was clearly a strike. It went in the, the thing and everything. You're now, like, sometimes they're hitting the outside, and because it's just a soft plastic, it kind of it bends and they go in. Okay. So, like, I'm not trying to do that. Yeah, but, man, then... You, do you remember what you threw me? Because it caught me. No. No. Okay. No. Do you throw anything other than fastballs? Or do no. You, no. Okay. So. I grip them semi differently. I also noticed uh, 
it was because of the week before the balls got really wet just by the time we were out there, you know, it was gently drizzling for a large chunk of it. And I started getting actually some motion where normally like I I'll see it just kind of at the tail end a little bit, a little bit left, a little bit right. And I started noticing halfway when I'm a dumbass, but if I pitch through it, I'll like be falling away from the mound. I'm getting some, some action going that way. So I think that that week that was kind of miserable was actually like a good thing. Like, let me see. I could actually get some motion if I, um, hold the ball. I the think right I had way. one hit against you, and it was just some little. I did have one because I was like one for four with the strikeout, and I had some little <sighs> dink right through first, like right mm-hmm. through second, where the the right over second base. Um, but the only thing that did make me feel better is you popped up twice to me in left field, and I yep. was, and then not that it made the me one was good. right at you. Yeah, you, you. I hit it too, and I was like, "Damn, that's good," but I knew where you were playing me. You and Sean were both playing. I think I think it was Sean. Maybe it was somebody else at the time. But you were both playing me hard left. And I yeah, like, I know. I was. Because, I knew I hit it right at you, and you were probably still only fifteen, twenty feet from the line. Maybe. Yeah, because but before that, uh, one of the guys skunk hit a like a blast that with a ground rule double, but that was right on the line. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I knew I knew when I hit it. As, and you had hit one before that was pretty close to the line. That was mm-hmm, my shot, mm-hmm. and then that's why I was playing over there. Yep. And then the second one I caught from you, they're like, come in, come in. And I couldn't see it, and I couldn't see the ball until it was like four feet from my face. I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh, the one you caught? Because I caught two on you. Yeah. No, okay, that one. Because that was the one I knew I hit it right at you. And then I saw you take a couple steps in, and I was like, I think he's right where he wants to be. And then like at the last second, you took like one big step Yeah. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. But like, it, it, I, I already knew, like, what was your second game player this was? Probably one of the better outfielders out there. Oh, thanks. There's I, a, I mean, I'm saying there's a lot of guys that I would hit that at, and I'd be like, ah, I, got like, a, I, I run it. Yeah. yeah, I got a chance on this one. You, I was kind of like, I'm going to still move. But yeah. I was just like, he's, he's probably got that. Which was hilarious as a kid. I was a terrible outfielder, but I also didn't really care. I was, uh-huh. you know. I mean, that, that first step back concept just doesn't sink in. No. So, yeah, I pitched uh, one of the hottest days, eight full innings. Uh then strained one of my tendons. Oh, yeah, I thought you blew taking, a hammy when you taking did Taking my shoe off at the end of the game. I felt that shit until Sunday was the first day I didn't feel it all day. Um, it wasn't, like, massive pain unless I was really, like, really going on it or something. Um, but, like, yeah, every time I stood up, it was I had to, like, work my leg out. and It was just kind of a nagging feeling all day until Sunday. So, oh. like, four or three, four, three, four days. No, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, yeah. Well, then, I mean, I know everyone was trying to stay hydrated, but it was still 100 degrees out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you just couldn't. 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 Speaking of baseball, what's uh, a little Guardian news? Um, oh, yeah. Still in second, but they are uh, only one game behind. Only one game back after yesterday. Um, Which is, Twins are 38-30, and 30, we're 34-28. and 28. Mm-hmm. Um, They've played uh, a few more games than us, I think, what? What were those records you said? They have 38-30, uh, yep. our Twins, and we are 34-28. and 28. Yep, and with the the pace uh, we're playing at, um, I think that's uh, that's pretty good. I mean, if you're above a 500 club, those those uh, numbers maybe aren't right when you're games behind because you, you, you're you probably on pace to be at that record. 8-2 um, in their last 10. 8-2 in their last 10. I actually uh, did a little bit of a deep dive on that this afternoon. Since May 30th, they've won every series they've played in, sweeping the Royals and the Rockies, and then they won series against the Orioles, Rangers, Athletics, and Dodgers, and have been 15-4. and four. Um, 
I think those those other series that they won were all three games except for one. It was the Rangers or the Athletics. They won three of four. Um, so, yeah, they're on a huge hot streak right now. And the other cool thing, um, well, hopefully a cool thing, is we have Minnesota the next three games. We do. Uh, that's the thing. Um, that stretch since May 30th hasn't really been those teams I read off. Not really stiff competition. Um, however... That series against the Dodgers kicked off a pretty rough spot in the schedule. Um, they'll be three. So starting tomorrow, June 21st, they got three at the Twins, three games hosting the Red Sox, five games hosting the Twins, starting with a doubleheader, three games hosting the Yankees, and then four games at Detroit starting with a doubleheader. And that is all without a day off. Oh, wow. So June 21st to, I believe, July 6th, their first day off is the 7th. They'll have 18 games in 16 days. So, you uh, said how many? Two doubleheaders Yep, two doubleheaders wow. kicking off series against uh, division opponents. So that's going to be a little brutal. Um, I kind of wish we had Detroit earlier in this. I mean, I guess those are winnable games, even if you're limping into your your day off. Uh, Detroit's pretty terrible. They're twenty six and forty. Mm-hmm. But that'll just it'll just be the uh, at the end of a very rough stretch, right? And they're three and seven the last ten, so I could see them coming back. You know, trying mm-hmm. and trying even out at that point. Yeah, you never know. Um, they could just be complete and utter garbage, though. We'll see. Um, but yeah, five game series against the Twins. That'll be a, an interesting thing in, of it in and of itself. It's uh, basically, you're playing a week worth of baseball in in uh, four days um, against the same division rival. So that'll be cool. Uh, Red Sox, Yankees, Twins again uh, in between the two. So are the Yankees gonna still be, super hot? They are super hot. Uh, they lost a game like eight eight to nine or nine to ten against the Blue Jays. They must have hit eight dingers between the two teams or something like that. Ooh. Is... 49 and 17, 9 and 1 in their last 10. Yep. Scorching hot. And that was the one, I guess, the the that... one they lost last night to Toronto. Yeah, and t- that division's a pretty good division. It's it's dominant. Yeah. It's... I mean, they all have, except for the Orioles, they all have better records than every team in our division. Toronto is 38 and 28, 5 and 5 in their last 10. Rays are sliding a little bit, they're, but they're 36 and mm-hmm. 30, still a better record than the Yeah, no, you might very well have uh, three teams come out of that division. Uh, and the Red Sox are 36 and 31. They might get both wild cards. Wow. Yep. Pretty crazy in the AL East right now. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, these games against the Twins are going to be a big thing. It's going to be, I mean, again, we're we're looking pretty hot. Uh, we might be buyers. Who knows who those guys are going to add on? But um, it's you're going to really like to take the division. Yankees are the best team in baseball. I wouldn't say it's forty nine and seventeen. They sure are. Uh, you know who's right behind? Not right behind them in the National League, which is kind of. The Mets. Uh, uh, the Mets. Yeah. yeah. Mets yeah. are forty scorching. Yep, yeah, forty five and twenty four. Um, man, they got a good. The NL East is a tough division too. Um, Still, probably not a, enough of a sample size, but maybe he's just settling into uh, New York. Generally, Lindor is looking looking good. I feel like I got mosquito. Bite. It's like he uh, maybe he's a listener. <laughs> Frankie's a listener. We bashed him once. <laughs> like everybody else was bashing him. 
He wasn't reading the New York Post or Times or... We're also not that guy. He's done. No, I... Like, yeah, he's not been good, doing good. I actually said he was done. <laughs> but the NL East oh, is tough, too, you. man. Uh, Mets are 45 and 24, but Braves are 38 and 29. They've won their last uh, eight out of uh, out of the last ten. They're eight and two. Mm-hmm. Dang, Phillies are 36 and 32, seven and three in the last ten. Uh, in the Central, the Reds aren't very good, huh? That's a surprise. <laughs> Huge <laughs> surprise. But that division's well. I guess perfect, man. Um, when is All Star Break for baseball? Is that coming up soon? Uh, voting's probably just about to start. When is it? Sec- second week July of July. Nineteenth. Third week of July is the All Star Game. Uh huh. Uh huh. That was always fun. Remember back as a kid, they'd give you those paper. Um, the yeah, ballots, little punch cards. Yeah, those were sweet. Chads. Yep. You would just grab a stack and try and fill out as many as you can. Yeah, and as a kid, like I really liked the Indians and everything, but I would just sit there and like, I would just get, I like, I would just do so many of those things. Uh-huh. I would just sit at the gate and like, like you know, and just. What, what would you do? Were you going all Indians? All Indians, except for I always did Ken Griffey, Jay Buhner. Uh, I think those were the only two. Maybe Cal Ripken. I would always do like a couple, mo- all Indians, whoever was eligible, and then like as many as I could, and then I, I, I do my like my real ones too. Oh, did I you? Always, yeah, I had to do them. See, I all I loved the Mariners as a kid, even though I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were battling us in the playoffs a few of those years. Yeah. Um, but Ken Griffey was always a constant vote. He's Buner I always voted for just because he was my favorite player that wasn't an Indian. Yeah. You know, and I just love Jay Buner for whatever reason. Um, I don't remember. I mean, we were still pretty young at the time, but I don't remember baseball ever being so superstar centric on one guy as Ken Griffey. Maybe it was just seemed blown out of proportion because I was a kid. I'm trying to think. But he was just, everybody liked Ken Griffey. Everybody loved Ken Griffey. Did was, did anyone else have a baseball game? I think Roger Clemens had a baseball game, but you're right. No one was no. They weren't sent like centered around Roger Clemens. He was just like the face of the game. And you can maybe even say that for for anybody in any sport that wasn't um, Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm trying. I because I was thinking of football. Maybe Bo Jackson for a minute. Yeah, a little. Didn't you? Uh, you still had other huge guys at the time, like LT, and still, like wasn't he? Yeah, um, Joe Montana football. There was that, but that was just kind of like put Bo someone's Jackson's... name on a football game, you know. Bo might be close. If you could think of, if, let's do that. If, if you, if you could think someone has had much of the superstars, Ken Griffey in another sport. Just, just everybody liked Ken Griffey. Um, maybe it's just because we were stupid kids too. I mean, I had, I had a all the of... little. Maybe it was just one of those little kids things. Well, and baseball cards helped too, right? Yeah. I mean, Ken Griffey's rookie card was like the most uh-huh. priced card. I just can't. I guess that was my sport and everything too. A lot yeah. of people call us in. Tell me what a dumbass I am for that hot take. Yeah, Ken or... Griffey Jr. Well liked. Question. The only, only one I can think is Hulk Hogan. In a diff- in a, and I know that's not a sport, but. It sure is, bud. Listen here, brother. Yeah. Yeah, dude. How about... Not a sport. How about Steve from uh, 
uh, Sweet Chin Music's impression of Will Sasso's impression of Hulk Hogan. It's it's pretty stellar. It's pretty good. It's I don't know. I I I I was so stunned. I didn't have like the questions in mind. Like my mind was just like, that's uncanny. I couldn't believe it. Does he do a good Will Sasso and a good Hulk Hogan? Because he might be bad at both of them. <laughs> I've never <laughs> heard him do Will. Sasso. I've never been like. I've never been <laughs> what I'm saying. He could be horrible at both of them, but his Will Sasso doing Hulk Hogan. Um, well, you know what? You could win a sweet chin music shirt if you call in the the voicemail and you're the fifth caller, and maybe maybe leave a Hulk Hogan impression or a Will Sasso impression. Yeah, maybe mix the two up. Why don't you tell us about our friends real quick, and I'll be right back. Your friends? I can't cast them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you guys can call us and leave your Will Sasso and Hulk and or Hulk Hogan and or whoever the hell else you want to throw in two one six. Two six zero five four eight four. This segment is not brought to you by anyone, but hey, why not? When you're interested in cards and games and things like that, porcelain uh, hair dolls, um, maybe just a random handful of dice. Um, maybe you just kind of want to go watch some creatures and take a shit at a very luxurious, um, now rated officially as a four point four four point four five out of five on my. All shitty uh, rec- recognition award of uh, for every city. Um, I've got rankings for all of those. The best bathrooms in town. Um, and hit us up at 216-260-5484 if you'd like to recommend any bathrooms um, that have a, an overall... Um, I would say you got to have a good shitting experience. Um, I don't want to just see a place that's all urinals and then you get caked into a little... Um, against the wall, um, side things. So, you know, it's going to have to, ha- I mean, I don't need frills in a bathroom, but, um, it can, but, uh, if it's, if it's not a good shitter, I'm not really, it's the all shitty, not best bathroom award. So, uh, there is a focus on shits there. Um, so yeah, that, that brought to you by ground zero comics and cards, one, five, one, three, nine pro road, Strongville town center and the boys at arcanacast.com. You know, they're a small business. They're, they're getting on their feet. They're uh, drip feeds. If you're interested in Pokemon cards, you can find the boys at Arcanacast on Facebook and Instagram, um, and, and buy those things online. See what the guys are like. If you like them, you hate them. Um, up and coming bathroom. Um, not going to lie. I'm maybe doing them a personal favor, but let's be honest. They wouldn't be on my radar of places I've shit, um, outside of the fact of my personal relationship. So uh, I'm doing them a little bit of a favor and not ranking their shitter now. Um, but at the same time, I I don't know that I would have found my way there to officially rank them had I not had that personal collection. So, um, I'm just going to defer and the boys at Arconicast are going to get, um, the, the all shitty, um, recognition award ranking at some time in the future. So, man, that was really good. What you just said, I really, I, I have your back on that one. Oh, good man. <laughs> I think, I, yep, yeah, what you said, I, uh-huh. I, I second. Yep, it's all coming together. It is. The Arconicast bathroom, um, <laughs> definitely not, definitely not uh, ground zero level yet, but you know, um, just a more established uh, establishment. So, you know, naturally you're going to have a little bit of a, a bathroom uh, uh, build-up process to really get it all hammered out. 
get a cabinet around the extra TP. Good TP quality choice at Arcana. Is there? Because sure, sure, I, sure. I used to just not. Just kind of stacked on top of a little cabinet. They'll eventually <laughs> have to get a second cabinet for the TP up there. But I was like. I'd say comfortable. Excellent. Excellent. I, you know what time it is now for now. Or time, uh, you know what time it is for now. What right? time? <laughs> what for time is it? One of our many segments Ooh, on the podcast. What are we doing? Guess the ball player. Ooh, guess the ball player. Hey, how you doing? Hey. Are you having a good day? <laughs> yeah, are you? I am. <laughs> how was your weekend? It was really good. Yeah? Yeah. Have a good Father's Day? Yeah. Yeah? My whole family was there. Do some family stuff? Yep. Cook out? What'd you do? Get some pizzas? Um, My mom made chicken and <laughs> green bean casserole and baked potatoes. Kind of chicken. Rotisserie. Rotisserie chicken. I don't think my mom ever did a rotisserie. She did a rotisserie? She didn't just go get Giant Eagle rotisserie chicken? She might have. Oh, mom tricks. They used to have a little tricks. spinny thing. Okay. So she she's rotisserie she's chicken before. QVC she's a QVC shopper, so okay. you know that okay. rotisserie chicken my only cooker rotisserie, was on there. My only rotisserie chicken experiences have been uh, some store-boughts. Good, though. Yeah, I, I I guess I wouldn't know. I don't know if I really know how good a rotisserie chicken can be. The store ones are good though. <laughs> yeah, the little they're good. Skin. They're good. I just I don't know if there's a difference between doing it yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I've only had that corporate rotisserie chicken. <laughs> you know how that can Big be. Big burn. Uh, so here we are. Name the ball player. The segment is back. The people have been clamoring for it. Oh, so it's ball player. Ball player. Well, I guess it's not really actually. Two of them. Three. Uh, oof, man, I don't I know if you, you call. Were giving me an advantage. I don't know there. if you call many of these guys ball players by any. Uh, you said it. I did. <laughs> I did. Now I'm rethinking the whole segment. <laughs> you done done got in my head. Thought I was supposed to be getting in yours. This is the bad boys edition. These guys, all known to be bad boys in their sports for different reasons, uh, beyond just being bad boys, all of them but one will have one very specific thing in common. And if you can guess that, that'll be your bonus point for the week. Oh. All right. Here we go. Again, this one probably typically not a ball player. Max Bear. Max Bear. Not a ball player. Um, wrestler? Close. He's a boxer. Damn. Definitely an impact athlete. Max Bear. Max Bear. All right. Okay. Okay. How about this one? Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. You didn't say he wasn't a ball player. Didn't say he wasn't a ball player. <laughs> didn't say he wasn't, was a ball was. player. Um... You might have heard of this Say guy. This guy would this this guy could get into your zeitgeist for being famous the last few years. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. Um Baseball? Football. Damn it. Man, you're right there on all of them. You're right there. All right. This one we're gonna we, we discussed a little bit. We're gonna go this is an Olympic athlete. Uh, and you know, outside of that too, but think Olympic sport here. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll even say it, not a ball player. 
I'll give you that. Okay. Oscar Pistorius. Oscar Blade Runner Pistorius. Blade Runner. Is he a hockey player? Runner. What? Blade oh, Runner. He had little tink tink legs. But he wasn't a special Olympian. He was uh, like a real like Olympian. Metal legs? Bing, bing. Springs. Oh. He ran on springs, and there was a whole debacle about whether they gave him an unfair advantage over the natural uh, bouncing spring are of an than ankle. One hundred percent. Could be. Could be. <laughs> and is Oscar Pistorius part of our uh, Bad Boys Club for a reason? We'll see. Or is he the one not I man caught out? Haven't on to anything yet. Chris, the Canadian crippler, Benoit. Well, he's Canadian. He is Canadian. He is Chris, the Canadian crippler, Benoit. I, I'm really ha- <laughs> proud of you for figuring out he was Canadian. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Is, is it a clue? It might be. I just I, said hockey. You and I just said say hockey. hockey again. Um, soccer? No, oh, Chris, Canadian the Canadian crippler, <laughs> dirty slide tackler, the dirtiest slide tackler there ever was. This is the Bad Boys. This is Bad Boys edition. What did he do? He was Joe. Professional wrestler. Oh, he trained in man. the same gym as Brett the Hitman Hart. I don't know who this is. Pete Weber. Pete uh, Weber. Sport with a ball. Probably wouldn't refer to him as a ball player. Hmm. Do you, do you concur you on that? I am. <laughs> I don't know who you think you are. I am. I am. Famous catchphrase. Say the name again. Pete Weber. Pete Weber. Let me see if I can get you a nickname. I'm, I'm Pete. PDW. Probably just his initials. <laughs> that's that sport. That that's a sport of nicknames. Baseball. <laughs> no, baseball has the best nicknames. That's not a good one. A bowler. Bowler Pete bowler. Weber. Weber. Who's supposed to get that? <laughs> what? The bad boy? The bad boy of bowling. He's the bad boy of bowling. Bad, bad bowling. And a great. I would, bad, bad, I'd bad, put bad, him in a bad, class bad. of greats. All right, so we've got it. Here here it is. Max Bear, Aaron Hernandez, Oscar Blade Runner Pistorius, Chris Canadian Crippler Benoit, and Pete Weber. What do four of these five bad boys have in common? They all have B's in their name. Know more about things that they've done in their life than their names. <laughs> they were bad. Rich Bear, Oscar Pistorius. Oscar Pistorius doesn't have a beard. Oh. That's too. Damn it! Well, Blade oh, Runner it. does. Blade Runner. Does. Yeah. Blade Runner does. <laughs> what are four or five of these bad boys infamous for? Um, Can I give her a hitting somebody. Ooh, that's close. Go more extreme. Kicking somebody. Go more extreme. So you know how there's like the worst of the worst. It's okay. Like a couple below that. It was pretty close. What? What? Who's up there? Worst of the worst. Like raping little kids. Is oh. The worst of the worst. They didn't do that. Well. 
I'd be so rushed to judgment. They they murdered somebody? They have all murdered someone. Are you serious? Bonus, bonus, bonus. We'll give you it on the killing. Max Bear, not really a murderer as he killed a man in the ring. Aaron what? Hernandez. Like an accidental murder. I mean, he he was a... I mean, he might have known Listen, what he was doing. Listen, I've seen some fights where I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. So, Aaron, oh, Aaron Hernandez, infamous, uh, may have been a closeted football player. There's some sex stuff going on there. They did a whole documentary on him. He took the way out. He went to prison and then killed himself in prison. Yep. Voluntary manslaughter. Well, no, he murdered people. Oh. Yeah. Legit shot people in the face. Yeah. Ooh. And then, yeah, offed himself. Uh, Oscar Blade Runner Pistorius, South African runner. Little Tink Tink killed his fiance, I believe. Yeah, so she was girlfriend, I want to say. Fiance or girlfriend. Girlfriend, fiance. He said that someone broke in, broke in the house. And he shot. The, why he got, why everything was so confusing with that was it wasn't like he shot. So someone was hit in the bathroom and he thought it was someone who broke into their house. It was the girlfriend, but he didn't shoot once or twice into the bathroom. He, he unloaded the entire gun into the bathroom. Yep, Damn. yep, yep. Chris, Canadian crippler Benoit, mm, murdered his wife and child oh. and killed himself. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't heard about that. I'm surprised you haven't heard about the crossface. <laughs> the crossface crippler, yo. Yeah, that's actually, they said he used a finishing move on his son. Now, I don't know if that's like the media. Like I don't know how you could know that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how you could know that. Pete Weber, just the baddest boy of bowling. Not one of He didn't the, kill anybody? He did not kill anyone. <laughs> just Greg Sherman four years <laughs> in a row at the PBA tournament. Anybody. Woo! <laughs> Weberite for life. <laughs> well, you didn't get any of the players, but you got the theme. I didn't get one, a single one. We did go we did go a little bit off the, the ball player path here. Bowling. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and a runner like how am i supposed to know that yeah but i yeah. didn't know the other ones anyway so mm, max bear is pretty old timey we're going uh turn of the century I turn of the last century yeah <laughs> on that Damn, one they all killed people mm-hmm all right all right until next time we got folks. some more bad boys coming up for you in the in the coming weeks man whiffy we did Whiffy get into some stuff in his time. Oh, watch that. Don't ruin the studio. Not the baby gate. Not the baby gate. So I, we're probably coming up against it here. You got anything uh, anything pressing to discuss, or can I jump into this thing? Uh, No. Pimp, the, you can call and leave a voicemail. Fifth voicemail gets a free Sweet Chin music shirt. Hell yeah. Apologize to Bobby. No, shout out to the Reddit page. All right, all right. Really big show Reddit page. I've been, uh, I've had something. You know, I sometimes we we go a little, we maybe peg some ideas for topics, and sometimes I see some shit and I throw it in there for later. I've been dropping this since December. David Blitzer was then rumored to be buying a minority interest in the Cleveland Guardians, and that deal has been officially approved by the MLB. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily. Actual terms have been set, but it's pretty much approved now, so it's going to move forward. Blitzer's going to gain a 25 to 35% initial um, ownership, and then he'll have the right to increase his stank. 
to a controlling interest over the next few years, and then he'll be able, uh, without a doubt, to become the majority owner in six seasons, or if he asks uh, and makes the deal sweet enough for Dolan, um, he will be able to um, do that earlier. Uh, so I do have one thing to comment on that. It has not, but So the really big show with Tony Rizzo and Goldhammer called a random number they thought was um, David Blitzer's number. Oh, yeah. And someone answered and they asked, did your husband buy the in, uh, Guardians? And you know what her response was? What was it? My husband died six years ago. Thank you for bringing it up. Woof. Good radio. Good radio. Woof. Rizzo, huh? Yes. Did he make the? Who made the call? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron made the call. Yeah. And how did they react? They were like, they, like so, they were like, sorry, sorry, and they hung up. And then like Rizzo had to go full fake outrage, even though he knew that that was gonna could possibly go viral, you know. And he was like, "You're a jackass." To You're, Aaron. Yeah. Pinned it on Aaron, huh? Yep. That's the way to go. Pin it Scapegoat, on. baby. <laughs> That's what he gets paid for. So who is David Blitzer? Is he any relation to Wolf Blitzer? I do not believe so. Okay. That was a serious question. I I don't think so. Uh, He is currently has ownership shares in the Philadelphia 76ers, the New Jersey Devils, uh, which he's an equity investor and co-chairman, general partner of Crystal Palace Football Club, a Premier League soccer team, also holds minority stakes in FC Osberg of the Bundesliga, a German uh, ADO Den Haag of the Kuchen Campion Division. Uh, Waslin Beverin of the Belgian Jupiler Pro League. Jupiler? Jupiler. Real Real Salt Lake uh, Lake of the Major League Soccer. The Scranton Wilkes Barre Rail Riders of AAA International League. And Esports Company Dignitas. He's also a senior executive at the primary equity firm of Blackstone Group, which is where he made his money. He's not very busy. Mm hmm. So, yeah, full time and attention will be on this team. (laughs) Uh, we now have that person that might throw in a few million dollars to salaries and just at the small, small risk, he'll eventually want to move the team somewhere else. <laughs> I think that, uh, that likelihood is probably increased tenfold with, you know, just adding in a new owner. You never quite know. He's a money man. Yeah. I would like to know if any of his other teams have been moved. Fun fact. In 2010, his father-in-law, Stuart Ross who once owned the North American rights to the Smurfs franchise, you heard that right, was convicted of trying to extort $5.5 million from Blitzer in return for having no more contact with his family and another $5.5 million from Blitzer for having no more contact with Blitzer and Blackstone, his equity company. His father-in-law was convicted of extortion and sentenced to five years in probation, ordered to get psychiatric and alcohol treatment, has no contact with his daughter, Blitzer, their children, or the Blackstone group. Why do you think he had to get the treatment? I don't know. He went down that Smurf <laughs> hole, man. <laughs> Never came out right. I just imagine them all wasted, like, texting him, like, You want me to go away? <laughs> 5.5 million. <laughs> you want me to stop tweeting about Blackstone? 5.5 more million. <clears throat> all right, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact, let's dive into the Blackstone Group, involved only in a few uh, a few scandals over the last few years, including uh, investments in companies linked to commercialization and deforestation of the rainforest. Uh, they're the owners of Motel 6, which recently settled a $20 million 
uh, settlement for giving guest lists to Immigrations and Customs Enforcement, ICE, without warrants. Wow. And predatory, uh, Blackstone itself uh, being accused of predatory home purchasing, lobbying, and landlording tactics of exorbitant fees, rent hikes, aggressive eviction practices, and contributing to the national worldwide housing crisis. So I'd say all in all, for an equity firm, not that bad. <laughs> Deforestation, contributing to the housing crisis, I think they're all pretty much doing it. Uh, and, uh, I, oh, I mean, illegally handing over people's, the people's uh, domicile rights to uh, the federal government for deportation purposes without warrants. When that's were, probably the one. Yeah, when you <laughs> but were, that's Motel Six, not the group directly. When you were researching that, did that say fun fact, and you put <laughs> that in there? Was that like, or did you add the fun fact? Fun facts. Like, that's just what I'm calling. I like. I, I imagine like the '90s Microsoft Windows balloon, like like yellow and black text. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> His father-in-law had to get alcohol and drug treatment because he get all wasted and trying to extort for money. Also, I just, I just love that it mentioned the Smurfs led off with who once owned the right, not the co-creator, not executive producer on the. He just at one point he owned the Smurfs, Smurfs license. Right, yeah. So like it could have just ran out and like he got an email. It was like it up. an email it. was like, hey, this ran out, so feel free to, to, to buy it. Do you know Marvel has to do that? Like, every 20 years, they have to bring back characters from the 90s. So people, <laughs> Yeah, so yep. there'll be, like, a random run of, like, Night Thrasher or Mad Villain or, you know, it was like, these guys, and every time it comes out, I'm like, oh, just the nostalgia hits, you know? Yeah. Or they'll even just make, like, surprise cameos. And, like, Deadpool had a thing where, like, he was actually calling out Marvel and breaking the third wall because... He would have all these random 90s characters, and he's like, yeah, you have to be in this so you, we don't lose your private domain. Yeah. That, that Deadpool. All that Deadpool. Chimichangas and sex stuff and everything. He's a good one. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, welcome, David Blitzer. <laughs> all right, goodbye. Take it easy. Bye.